Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. I have Pam. Hello. And it's me, Elisa. Today we're going to be talking about babies who have recently learned how to roll onto their stomachs and are now falling asleep on their stomach and how much anxiety that can bring for parents at the beginning. So we want to help ease some of your anxiety about that new transition by letting you know what is age appropriate, what the expectations are when it comes to that rolling onto their bellies and falling asleep there. First, we want to let you know that if your baby has learned how to roll on their bellies and is falling asleep there and is rolling, then that's okay if they're sleeping on their stomachs. When they're newborns, we're always putting them to sleep on their backs. But once they can roll over on their own, they will choose whichever way is most comfortable for them to fall asleep. So this can bring a lot of anxiety for us parents because it's new for us. We've, we've always been told to put them to sleep on their backs, which is exactly what we do. But once they roll, we no longer have control over where they're going to fall asleep and what they're going to do. They shimmy themselves around in their sleep space. They roll over onto their stomachs. They fall asleep like that. Sometimes it looks like they're completely face down in their mattresses. Yes. And that is just really hard for parents to adjust to. That's the most stressful when you go in and you're like, ah, you're on your stomach. Ah, you look like you're face down. Some of them like to wedge their, their heads kind of in the corner of the bed and then be face down. Um, yeah, they get to, they like to explore their space and get into some, what can look like awkward positions um, or unsafe positions. But when they are face down, you can try and kind of go in and and turn their head a little bit. But know that once they're rolling to their belly, our number one job is make sure that they are really great and feeling confident rolling from belly to back. That's number one step. So that is we're practicing during the day at non-sleep times. We are in the crib practicing. We are in the living room practicing. We want them to feel really confident going belly to back. That's going to help us reduce some, a lot of our stress as well. Watch for that neck control because once they learn how to roll, that neck control is pretty good. They've got a lot of strength in that neck. So continue to practice that during the day Mm -hmm. and you watching them and practicing with them is going to build your confidence a lot in the fact that they are okay when they roll onto their stomach. It may take them a little bit to get comfortable sleeping on their stomach. So you may have to help them in the first little bit as they're adjusting to that. Uh, But typically once they figure out how to sleep on their stomach and they're feeling confident with that, that's like their favorite position. Like bum up, legs tucked. It's my favorite position. Oh my God. It's so cute. Yes, exactly. It's getting there. That can be challenging. for Some Some babies will roll onto their stomach and just decide right away that they like sleeping like that. Other babies will roll onto their stomach and 
not feel comfortable, cry out because they need someone to come and help them. So what you want to do in that circumstance is like Pam said, you want to go in and help them at first. If they genuinely don't really know what they're doing and they're not super comfortable with this, you can absolutely go in and help them at first. What you want to do is you want to try and roll them hand over hand. So when you're practicing during the day, you're going to take a lot of that time to go around, like get something that catches their attention. A lot of times that's us and they're really eager on following us. Sometimes it might be a toy or a TV remote that they're really fixed on. And so you take that and you kind of bring it around their back and bring yourself around their back. So you're almost stepping over them. And what that does is it creates their head to follow you because they're tracking you. And then they get that balance of, okay, this is what it feels like when I'm sort of rolling a little bit, put their arm in front of them or to the side. Yeah. Like out in front of them to the side. I know that's yeah, going to be really hard to describe, but like very hard to describe this. Down. So the arm that's down on the ground, having that one kind of out in yes. front of them, even so that they have the ability to be able to rock a little bit. And when you see what's most comfortable for your little one, you can help get them into that position so that as they're moving and they're tracking you, they're going to be following you and they're going to be moving in that direction that they're going to be rolling in. And then you can just kind of help them along by just pushing their leg or pushing them a little bit. Not You're not actually pushing them you're guiding them but you are you know guiding them over so that they can turn in that direction and learn how to roll so you want to do this a very similar thing when they're in their beds so that you avoid going in picking them up and rolling them back because then they're going to start relying on you to do that mm -hmm. all the time what you want to do is you want to work on hand over hand guiding them back over so that they're doing a little bit of the work. And then you space the time in between you going in and helping them so that they're getting more opportunity to learn. And the more space they're given, the faster they're going to become comfortable with this. Either what they'll do is they'll either sleep on their stomach because they've had the opportunity to become confident with that and it becomes more comfortable for them or they're going to roll onto their back on their own if they feel like they're not comfortable there. So the big piece of that is that you help them at first, but you don't do it all for them. You guide them and then you do a little bit less for them by guiding them a little bit less and they do the rest on their own. And you space out the time in between you going and helping them so that they're getting more opportunity to be able to learn how to do this on their own without always relying on you. And within no time at all, they're going to be really comfortable rolling from stomach to back, or they're going to be very comfortable just sleeping on their stomach. And when they do sleep on their stomach, that is when your anxiety peaks temporarily you want to make sure that you're doing some little things that kind of help your anxiety, but at the same time, you're easing yourself out of that as well. So at first you might feel the need to go in there and check on them. 
And that's okay, as long as you're not doing it frequently, and as long as you're not moving them all the time, because then you're going to end up with an awake baby who is now upset because you've woken them up. Yeah, so if they're sleeping, you know, in that face down position, and uh, you are concerned, because rightfully so, the first few times you see that, uh, you are going to want to go in and just check in, making sure that they are having that space, they have that space to breathe with their nostrils. They do. They're very good at, you know, squishing their nose down so that they get that air um, on the side of their nostrils. But if you're not comfortable with that yet in the first couple of days um, and you do want to kind of move their head a little bit, I would suggest, you know, having the sound machine on very loud or a little bit turned up a little bit louder. So there's no chances of them uh, being woken by you being closer by and making sure all your lights. So there's no lights in the hallway. Like we're really trying not to wake them up in this situation. We're just trying to ease our own anxiety. And you're just kind of nudging their head just the tiniest of little bits to the side. It's not a great big move um, or rolling them onto their back, especially if they're sleeping and they're just face down. So um, it's just moving their little face. That's an invitation for them to wake up right there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so if you start by checking in on them, because this helps you ease into this new transition, you want to make sure that a few days down the road, you are doing less of that. You're not checking in on them as much. You're not going all the way into the room. Maybe at first you might go right up to their crib when you're checking on them. And then the next few days later, perhaps you're just opening the door and just looking in and checking that way. And then a couple of days later or a few days later, you're not going in to check on them. You're more comfortable and confident in the fact that they can pick up their head or roll when they need to, if they are not comfortable. Yeah, like all that practice you're doing doing at non-sleep times, that's going to come into play now at night. So at night, it's just those tiny little reminders, like you can do this. This is something that you can do. So as you're working through that during the day, that's going to help them every single night that all that work you do that day is going to help them that night. And like Elisa said, our whole goal is like, how are we not creating a new association and weaning yourself out of that? So doing less and less and less and less as their confidence builds, you know, typically six, seven days, you know, by a week, we should be getting like sleep back on track again. We should be feeling a lot more confident rolling, depending on how much you're practicing. But essentially every time you put them down, put them down on their belly. If they're playing playtime, put them down on their belly. If they're um, going into the crib and at non-sleep times, you're starting on their belly. So you're getting them really comfortable being on their belly as much as you can as they're kind of going through this transitional phase. Yeah. And then when you are actually putting them to bed, you can put them on their back and then they'll take Mm -hmm. it from there and they'll decide which position they want to get themselves into after that. One of the big challenges when they, if we do too much for them is you, you know, they, you put them on their back. They, you're good night. I love you. You leave the room, you close the door. By the time you get to the door, by the time the door is even closed, they've rolled onto their belly. Now you go back in you help them back onto their back. You get to the door, they're on their belly again. It's going to be the same thing with the standings. It can become a game very quickly. Uh, they catch onto those like, Ooh, let's see how many more times can they come and roll me over? So just that's where that practice comes into play because it can very quickly turn into you're just rolling them back onto their back numerous times over and over and over all night long and that's not fun for anyone 
Yes, exactly. (laughs) So let's say you do have some anxiety surrounding them sleeping on their stomach and you've gone in, you've checked on them, you've gone through a few days of that. And now you want to wean yourself off of having to go in and check on them constantly, make sure that you're not doing it all the time. And then if you do have a video monitor, you can check that video monitor periodically But again, with the video monitor, we want to avoid you feeling like you need to check all the time because that can actually build on that anxiety. The more we're staring at the monitor while they're sleeping, the more that anxiety builds. So at first, if you have to look at it, try to look at it periodically, not staring at it the whole time, and then give yourself some little jobs that you do in between looking at the monitor so that you don't end up sitting there staring at it when they're sleeping for their naps. We want this to be a time that you get to relax a little bit. This is your your time. (laughs) If you choose to clean the house during that time, that's up to you. I, I used to always just take nap times to sit and enjoy relaxation time or downtime. But if you choose to clean during that time, that's totally you do what you need to do during those nap times, but mm-hmm. we don't want you sitting and staring at the monitor the whole time because that can build your anxiety. So if you find that you've been doing that, especially if it was triggered by them learning how to roll on their stomach and sleeping there, then we want to make sure that you can ease yourself out of that by maybe making it that you only check the monitor every five minutes at first and you're doing mm-hmm. jobs in between. And then you you up that to 10 minutes and 20 minutes and 30 minutes so that eventually you're just not looking at the monitor while they're sleeping. And when they're sleeping, they're sleeping. If you glance at it, you glance at it, but then you put it back down and you go and do something else for yourself. I love it. Great advice, Elisa. A couple of extra tips about the transition to them rolling on their stomach for sleep time is that one, when you are practicing that rolling during their non-sleep periods, Make sure that you put their sleep sack on for a couple of those times. If they sleep with a sleep sack on, then make sure that you're putting that sleep sack on for some of the times that you are practicing that rolling during their non-sleep periods as well. Because even if they know how to roll, that tiny little piece of extra material that you put onto them can restrict their movement again, because they're not really confident with that extra little thing being on them. So practicing with that during the day a little bit, crib play with a sleep sack on for some of it, you're watching them, you are helping them during that time. And this is very different than sleep time because it's playtime in the crib, it's crib play or practicing rolling on their mat, on the floor, everywhere you possibly can. So just adding that sleep sack on can be super helpful so that they become confident with rolling with that on as well. And that's going to help them when they are during sleep periods in their crib. It's not going to be like, oh, I can roll fine without this thing on. And then you put this little piece of material on and now all of a sudden I can't roll. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. So it's going to help with that tremendously. And then the other tip that I wanted to say is that remember that during a developmental milestone, whether it's rolling, sitting up, crawling, pulling themselves up in the crib, their brains are very active during this time. Their brains are on overdrive. So it is very normal that you might see 
some short naps, you might see that they take a while to fall asleep when they were falling asleep fine before that. Know that that is a part of the process. Remain consistent with it. Practice, 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 like Pam said, so that they get their jollies out a little bit before going into their crib. And then it's temporary. Their brains are only going to be very active like that temporarily. And then they're going to go back to sleeping well, as long as you were consistent with your approach during that milestone development. Well, we hope that helps, especially with that new anxiety when they start to roll. We've all been there when all of a sudden we turn around and our babies are sleeping on their stomachs and we just, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I can't help myself. I have to go in and check. So we hope this helps you just ease that anxiety a little bit. Know that once they are sleeping on their stomachs, that usually they are active enough that they can roll back or they can move their heads and turn themselves around when they need to, but also just how to ease yourself into it, then not getting into something where you have to do that every single sleep period, multiple times. <laughs> and it can happen quickly. If you are struggling with sleep, if you need any support and guidance, I don't know if you've heard yet, but we Restful Parenting has have partnered with Genton and Associates at North Bay Counseling Services. So along with bringing just a whole new level of holistic of our holistic approach, a whole new level of knowledge and appreciation for uh, postpartum families new families, uh, families that are struggling with sleep and parenting, we're now able to, we are able to offer special packages that may be covered under your benefits through social workers. So if you have any questions, if you have benefits, if you're in Ontario and you would like a little more information about that, info at restfulparenting.com and we can let you know all about that. If you are anywhere else in Canada in the world, we still would love to chat, reach out, restfulparenting.com, set up a free 15 minute call. Let's get sleep and parenting feeling great about those two pieces in your life right now and get it all on board and on track and feeling confident. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.